Good afternoon and welcome one and all to uh, Sarasa podcast. I'm delighted to welcome Roja Paul. I'll share a little introduction before I ask Roja to introduce herself as well. But good morning. My name is uh, Brian Coulter. I'm one of the trainers at Sarasa. Um, the Sarasa podcast is something that we just want to do to share an experience um, from somebody such as yourself, Roja, an educator um, from around the globe, um, dedicated to children. Um, and I think we talked about that a little bit before we started the podcast, but um, with a story to tell. Um, being a training centre, obviously, we we're looking for a, a few nuggets, as I've shared, to take away for all those teachers who are embarked on our teacher training certificate and other modules as well, and those who we, we maybe uh, are thinking about joining with us in the future. But uh, very excited to welcome you, um, Roja. Uh, so you're principal, currently principal at Niraj International School. Niraj International School. Is that better? Thank you. Um, and one in which I, I read your principal's message and found it intriguing, absolutely intriguing, but we'll talk about that a little bit later. If I can just ask you to introduce yourself and then we'll, 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 we'll go from there. Yes, uh, good afternoon. It is two uh, in India. So good afternoon, Mr. Brian. And uh, yes, I'm Roja Paul and I have begun my teaching career in the year 1996. And uh, I think I will go on till for posterity as much as the <laughs> Lord gives me the ability to do. And I'm married. Yeah, uh, I've so got fun. a daughter uh, who is uh, an architect and pursuing, looking to pursue post-graduation. Husband who is into, into entertainment industry. He's a DJ by profession. Oh, wow. And uh, we have a small family. Of course, mm -hmm. I have, I'm one of the five sisters. And... Um, Yes, that's about me. Wonderful. Thank you very much. Your husband, anybody else musical in the family? <laughs> Just your well, husband? Uh, my daughter is self-taught or rather she loves to uh, explore her uh, uh, ability to, she's learned the guitar by herself. Oh, and wow. she, uh, yes, uh, she managed to, because of the internet, she could manage to yeah. learn. I can't say yeah. that she's proficient, but she can yeah. manage. She sings. My father-in-law yeah. is, is very good at it. And that's the closest that I can say who sings very well. <laughs> yeah. But Wonderful. my husband has a flair for uh, music, definitely. Yeah, surely. Wonderful. I, I, we share something there. My son also is a self-taught guitarist. Oh, um, wonderful. I suggest to your daughter maybe to read Ed Sheeran's autobiography. Oh, uh, sure, we'll my, do that. My son would recommend that. Uh, he is also self-taught and hasn't done too badly for himself. So. Oh, wonderful. That's good. Yes. <laughs> um, so coming back to uh, something I mentioned uh, a moment ago, and that is your principal's message. Now, we would love to, to hear your journey um, into education and how you reach principal, but... Um, if I can just begin, you, you, what clearly comes out to me is your passion for children. And it was so refreshing. Um, as I shared with you, um, it really stood out for me, um, not because um, it, it didn't follow any um, educational message uh, that, that wasn't important, but the emphasis on children uh, really shone through for me. And, and I have to say that doesn't always shine through in every principal's message or, or every website when I open the, the school and read the first blurb. Um, so with children at the centre of your life, 
clearly and, and, and the passion for education. Can you begin to maybe explain for me as much as anyone, any of our viewers, where that passion for children and education came from? Um, ideally, Mr. Brian, you are all teachers, all educators, they say, okay, I want, uh, they start off or rather probably have the story to say that uh, uh, I want to change the world is what they think they yeah. begin with. I would be very honest, I did not have any such thing in my head uh, when I got into teaching as a profession. Mm. In fact, it was more for a convenience that I got in. Okay. But when I got in to become a teacher, and that is where I think I lit that particular uh, uh, flame. It was a flame. And then it grew uh, bigger because I saw the power that the teacher has, which is not something that uh, is understood by many. Like mm -hmm. uh, Henry Brooke Adams, very uh, well put in your virtual background. A teacher affects eternity. Not one can never tell where his influence stops. Absolutely understood. And that is what got into uh, me, I guess, not looking at learning theories or uh, famous psychologists, nothing like that. But mm -hmm. with the very basic minimal, this thing that I have a power to influence it was that that stirred my heart that I got in that I would uh, I should do something different. But I also thought that I am the powerful one. But little did I realize with the journey that they are the powerful ones to me. Yeah. That is actually helping me get better as a teacher. And that is what has got me to continue from 1996 to now. And like I said, posterity. And I, I don't think I will look for any other profession because people have told me that, Roja, you got this particular thing. Why don't you go there? Why don't you go here? But mm. it never it never got me to look at another uh, profession at all. Not once. Yeah. Not once. I think there are a few wonderful messages there. Um, if I can leave the, the power of the teacher part for a second and return to that. But relating it to how you began your career because of course you're quite right in saying that many teachers begin uh, th their journey not always because of that is their first choice or they have a real desire uh, to go back to the classroom having left the classroom as students themselves um, so that, that isn't always the first choice and we find that in education obviously um, and today more so than ever where um, teachers, professionals from many backgrounds are, are coming to the, 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 the education and to this field and, and this profession and sometimes not always a first choice. So interesting to tease that out. Now, you mentioned the power of a teacher and I did notice as well in, in your teacher message, your principal's message, sorry, that uh, you, you also talked about the power of a school and how much that can change and how much a teacher can change. So would you mind sharing? So from that... Um, uh, rather prophetic start um, how that grew you know you talked about a flame and how how that grew and that passion and that desire um, to to be a teacher and to want to to really grow in this this field how did that journey move from teacher to then possibly looking at a bigger picture uh, you know using that power further afield possibly and, and uh, moving towards the role that you're in just now? Uh, Mr. Brian, I think when I started, it was more of a, something to uh, uh, kill my time. Uh, 
ஆமாங்க I did not think that I am offering them something I felt that they are giving me something mm. so that so it actually I lived by day and when I realized oh there, this is beautiful oh this is beautiful oh this is beautiful so I that thirst continued that thirst continued that this is not enough let me continue this is not enough let me continue and it was not that I was looking for a promotion it was not that I was looking at an end result that's my target that was never there that was never there okay, yeah. so i did it because i wanted to make a difference to that one particular child or that particular batch that is how it uh, this thing it yeah. came as an added advantage that i was being taken higher and higher and higher so i started off as a homeroom teacher for uh, teaching all the subjects barring the languages that is hindi or telugu i was teaching everything though i'm qualified to teach only science um, uh, and uh, english but i continued to teach because when i knew that i didn't understand a particular aspect whether it is social science or any other subject i chose to do the research because i felt the way i deliver it the way i give it to the child i'm starting with a zero so i may be parallel with the child or maybe equal to the child so i'm uh, working on those areas so i'm helping the child understand and together learn so we will be learning and understanding it together mm-hmm. so that is how i continued and um i still live it actually i still live it i'm teaching grade 10 english presently also and it gives me lot of pleasure that one particular period or two periods one hour uh, 20 minutes gives me a lot of happiness because um i'm learning that's what gives me that uh, uh, urge to continue wonderful i uh, i will come back to the last point that you made about continuing to teach as a principal i think that is quite profound and certainly resonates with myself and and one or two previous principals who stand out in my mind but if we can uh, go to that part of your journey because uh, clearly the passion for teaching and working with children um, resonates and and uh, you know when we make that there has to be a decision at some point when you're a teacher and although you said you were on a journey and you were taken on a journey to to towards principal and towards that position i think for most of us and correct me if i'm wrong but for most of us there is a point where we need to decide um so what what sort of thought what was your thought process because to feel so passionate about children and being in the classroom and then as we see so many wonderful teachers leaving i will share with you an to, anecdote to and, yeah yeah i will share with you an anecdote which will probably help you understand what i was going through hmm. as a teacher we also uh, uh, were participating in a lot of community outreach activities so uh, we have this uh, around christmas where we uh, uh, encourage students to contribute either in kind or in time mm-hmm. so in kind when we did uh, manage to collect uh, uh, grocery so it was we had identified a few orphanages to go and uh, uh, give it to them and uh, we we have we, i felt that we were on the upper hand i'm giving 
but uh, when i went over there and they all we they were very happy but it was not that they were uh, i if i may use the word very carefully they were not greedy or rather it wasn't like that i felt uh, i am going there to give but i felt i am the one who's the lower one those are the children who didn't have what they require or uh, the, the basic necessities also were not there but when we went over there the value and that came across is yes i thank you for it i thank you for it they taught me that the children are more giving than what we as adults are mm. so whether it is values whether it is academic or whether i i i think i could list out quite a few so that is what has continued help me continue with this particular thing so those kind of incidents i've had many wherein i was at the receiving end yeah. with the thought that i went in oh i'm going to give children are going to be happy they are going to really uh, benefit out of what i'm going to give no it wasn't like that it was the reverse and that is when i kept it it kept continue, uh, continuing within me no this is something this child is going to teach this is something this child is going to teach and it still continues mr brian so that is what helps me you know go on so taking that um and for a minute just returning to your current position and then possibly considering one or two words of wisdom for those teachers embarking on a journey or considering promotion or considering moving into leadership etc and um, you talked about still teaching and um, i think the answer we we can understand but um you know what what drives you to to still teach uh, being a principal <laughs> is quite a busy job uh, that probably the understatement i mean how do you find time and and uh, what, what you know what drives you to continue to to remain in the classroom as you do um uh, when i uh, go to the class i'm not the giver i'm the receiver mm. i'm the receiver and that is why i work for uh, so the administrative aspect of it helps me understand whether the child in the class is benefiting out of all that we do so it gives me the ground level reality there it is like a uh, two edged sword it gives me one uh, aspect of the teachers this thing Uh, am i able to uh, sit in the shoes or stand in the shoes of a teacher and i'm also able to figure out whether the teacher uh, students are benefiting out of what we do so the application of the administrative aspect helps me um uh, uh, me being a teacher helps me understand whether that application is actually working or not and also i i'm looking at the other most important stakeholder that is a teacher that mm-hmm. whether i'm able to relate to their hardships if i may call it hardships yes it is hard for mm-hmm. the teachers today so i can mm-hmm. relate to that too so mm-hmm. because it's very easy as an administrator to give deadlines come on you have to do this come on you have to do this but mm-hmm. am i actually getting into their shoes is there empathy uh, am i uh, do uh, looking at it from their perspective that also gets adds on it is very difficult like you pointed out mr brian that with all the busy this thing aspect of uh, um, being a principal it's very uh, difficult to ensure that you are there in the class being prepared that is very important that i'm going prepared into the class but the children are very very wonderful i can tell them they are non judgmental if i can very uh, conveniently and comfortably tell them oh i didn't come prepared can you excuse me for it and i say they absolutely fine let's do it together 
so they are quite non judgmental when compared to adults like us yeah an adult would say you better be prepared how can you do that so that is what the children i mean i relate to uh, they are non judgmental at all so that to that uh, long story short is it helps me understand if the administrative aspect of it is getting delivered second to also have the empathy for the teachers to relate to the teachers as well and that is why teaching is very important to me the third aspect which i can never overlook is it hones my skills too because a skill can become redundant Wonderful. I don't need to add anything to that. I mean, really, uh, anyone who's listening, I hope uh, you're note taking it at this point. I'm certainly going to watch it back. And um, the word that stands out, really, uh, that, that that you shared, and and I was thinking it uh, in all honesty before you you said, I I thought it when you told us um, your story about teaching and teaching many subjects and and learning even the subjects that you were trained in specifically or an expert in. Uh, and that struck me as a teacher um, with an empath empathetic value and an empathetic approach. And I think that strand of empathy is probably strung through, uh, uh, you, you know, your whole career from teaching to, to leadership and, and where you are now. Um, and, and I absolutely love uh, the, the way that you approach children uh, in the sense that um, you view that as you are the receiver. Um, uh, wonderful. Uh, can we then uh, maybe try and contextualize and, and uh, give a, a couple of nuggets to, to those, uh, if, if, not that we haven't already, I have to say, um, but for those teachers, you know, a teacher's life is busy, as we both alluded to, and um, I don't think there are too many teachers who would disagree with that. Um, of course, many professions are busy for different reasons, but um, th th there are also, I think, bottleneck parts throughout the academic year where we really feel stress you know those report times and exam times and and, and everything else that uh, we, we juggle you know for a teacher who is really striving to grow and to develop but just feels they can't find a route a path you know we talk about a growth pathway or or you know those that sort of terminology is shared is there any advice that you'd give a teacher um in any way who is looking to develop the career and um, who is maybe aspiring to anything from be a better teacher or move into leadership or principal as you have in india i'm not sure overseas because uh, i've not met uh, too many uh, educators from overseas but in india teaching is a profession i wouldn't call it a profession it is more of a vocation that's what they say and gurus uh, as we are called are revered and we are put equivalent or parallel to the almighty god so that is the reverence gurus receive is it true today i don't think mr brian mm. the sad part is there was a time when guru could uh, uh, say something and it has it, it should be done it should and must be done so the entire uh, outlook or the perspective or the uh, position the gurus or the teachers were given has changed over the time has mm -hmm. changed over the time mm -hmm. gone are the days when uh, people uh, like i pointed out that you know i i have come into this field to change the world no it is not that however it is not very different it is not very different in the teaching profession but what chokes a teacher from performing is when your target audience is not the child 
if your tar- target audience is your management is your target audience is your uh, colleague or if your target target audience is your promotion i wouldn't say you shouldn't i can't say that i'm not happy with my promotion i'm very happy with my journey uh, but um, i w- that should not be your target and i will explain myself over there many teachers don't perform or underperform with the fear of peers okay uh, they will think that i'm trying to please the management they will think that i'm uh, i'm doing this to please the teacher uh, the uh, sorry uh, their fellow colleagues or i'm doing this to please the uh, parents but the target instead is the child that is this what i have done is enough for the child to have uh, moved from point a to point b then i think the job for a teacher or rather being in this profession will do the job will be successful i would say that would be my formula because i have seen over the years the teachers don't perform for all these peers and when the child is not the target audience then i'm afraid even though you may be a principal but uh, i don't think probably i there are other principals who have grown and have been uh, seated over there i can never have a teacher coming to me and saying Uh, uh, mentioning to me ma'am that's not possible and i would show them how it's possible because i have been there and done that so they cannot tell me that no oh, ma'am it's not done and i sh- i will show it to them how it is done not with the pride but because i was at the ground level and so i can help them so th- it is another aspect about um, teachers or rather people not taking up teaching as a profession is we are in the eye of the storm as in uh, the education is the most important project one of the tagline of one of the schools over here is invest into your most important project of your lifetime your child's education mm-hmm. is one of the tagline mm-hmm. so if we are going to look at it from the monetary aspect but instead looking at education what does education do education teaches you that this is a chair and has four legs but education is not that education is much beyond it how can i be a better person tomorrow how can i be a problem solver tomorrow that's what education do to should do to a person education should not be creating more problems so if that is the uh, this thing that a uh, perspective that the teacher has then i think it will but sadly most teachers i would say 7 out of 10 teachers uh, have the management perspective is the management looking at me am i doing it for them so there is uh, that is what but instead if i say uh, what i have worked on a plan is it going to help me deliver the content concept in a very child friendly way then i think the job is done these promotions are all will come by itself all come by itself absolutely i think that's that's wonderful wonderful advice um you know just to sum up one or two points um you know the the notion of keeping the children at the center of what we're doing performing for the children um it is very difficult there's no doubt about it with performance management with uh, teaching standards and i know there's a be those are being revised in india we're heavily involved in that here at sarasa at the moment um and of course inspections and uh, and then expectation from ourselves and i think also if i may add that the expectation that sometimes teachers put upon themselves um in the performance um is something that that can can uh, hinder uh, development if it's not shared and i think that 
you know, focusing on the children, keeping the, the, the focus of what you do at all times on the children, what helps us sleep at night, really, I think, as teachers, is when we know in our gut, we don't really need a, a rubric or a checklist to know if we've delivered a good lesson. As teachers, we know it, we feel it, and we can sleep at night if we have delivered, if we know we've supported the children as best we can. And as you rightly say, if we're doing that, then the, the any perception, be it whatever the stakeholder, whoever the stakeholder, parent, management, anybody else, if they're looking in and looking at a teacher dedicated and focused fully on the children, I don't think we'll go too far wrong with that. And if I may add, um, you, you, you really are still still doing it. You mentioned, uh, you know, if a teacher comes to you with advice and, and I can't do that and you share because you've done it, you're, you, you haven't just done it, you're still doing it and you're still, you're still walking the walk. And um, it's been wonderful uh, talking to you before the podcast and you, you've certainly shared some new points and, and, and a wonderful perspective, I think, on education and teaching for teachers and all those considering uh, entering the, the, the field as well. So thank you so much for your time. Pleasure, pleasure. I'll look forward to having more conversation with Absolutely. you after we'll the podcast. But yeah. for the sake of delivering the podcast, we, we, we better bring this to a close. Hopefully you might come back on for another episode at some point. Absolutely, yes. And then we could talk further into learning theories or pedagogies. Yes, definitely. Wonderful. Thank you very much indeed. Pleasure. Thank you, Mr. Brian. Thank you.